Hello, hello, hello. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Adult Puzzle Podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Lola, aka, but really Lola Day, if you know what I mean. <laughs> um, and with me is my wonderful co-host, Lame Day. Lame Day, how are you doing? Hi, I'm good. I'm good. Hey, guys, what's up? Welcome back to another episode. I feel like you always feel the need to repeat what I say. To be honest, I don't mind copying you. Your intros, <laughs> your intros lately have been hitting. So, oh, I forgot to say whatever your heart desires. So, yeah, we need to fit that one in today. <laughs> How is your your week, your day? How has it been? Um, I'm good. I'm actually in a good space. Um, okay. The weather's been funny, like, funny. you know, mm. yeah, it's been chilly. Like, I usually like to know what I get, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So it can be very chilly in the morning, like super cold, maybe like 30. Then by, you know, by noon, mm-hmm. it's giving you sunny vibes Oh yeah, it's like wind, like with the wind. You get what I'm saying? So it's like hot and cold at the same time. Literally, kid you not. (laughs) Yeah, for this week, we're gonna. I don't even know if it's slow it down or have a little bit of an uncomfortable conversation. It's not uncomfortable. I think it's a conversation that we have more and more of in this day and age. Mm -hmm. But we wanted to bring it to this podcast because, as usual, like as we, you know talk about all things that has to do with adulting this is one big one that we feel like we need to talk about we're probably going to have several episodes on this but we're going to start the conversation today right um and the yeah and the topic is mental health mental awareness mental stigmas anything Mm -hmm. that has to do with your mental state we are going to start talking about that today yeah 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 we are and the truth of the matter is that it's just a really important, like all that is, it's really important um, topic, especially in today's world. So again, this podcast from the title Adult Puzzle, it's a part of our daily struggle as adults, you know, mm-hmm. and it's just an important conversation that has to, it needs to be spoken about more mm-hmm. in circles and, you know, friendships and like classes and offices. So we're doing our part and to kick things off i'd just like to ask you some random you know okay. random questions about <laughs> facts and I'm let's nervous. see if you have any idea about what i read all this i'm like no way so just humor me right okay how many people in america do you think struggle with mental illness if you okay. guess Mental illness, I would say one out of four or five. So give me a number in the mills. Oh sure. I don't know the population. Okay, let me let me just try and do a wild guess. Um maybe like five to seven million. <laughs> Interesting. But the number is more than forty-three million people oh, wow. in America 
struggle with mental illness. Wow. That's insane, right? That doesn't surprise me, but yeah, it's it's pretty mind-blowing. Yeah. Yeah. Because, and again, this is an American, um, so the data is from America, right? Mm-hmm. I'm curious too as well as to how that number would be for mm-hmm. a place like Nigeria. Nigeria. It gives you... It then gives you perspective into why people act the way they do mm-hmm. and how frustrated everybody can be. Because if I'm going to get to this soon, this next point or this next fact soon, but if 43 million people are not like mental illness does not mean they are sick, sick. Like, oh my gosh, yes. Again, which, which is what we're going to talk about on this episode. Mm-hmm. But like, if I say more than 43 million people in America mentally are suffering from like, let me not even say suffering, they're struggling with um, mm-hmm. mental illness. I mean, that's just a ridiculous number. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So anyway, that's one. Um, oh, you got this one already. One in young, one in five young people. Oh, I gave it away already. So now let's go ahead and say one in five young people. Did you know that one in five young people have, has, or will develop a mental illness in their lifetime? That the makes sense. person will say, I reject this in Jesus' name. <laughs> <laughs> but um, just it for... doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Because, I mean, I work on like oncology and stuff, and the stats mm-hmm. are pretty similar. It's like one in three. To but four they're people. alarming, no? Yeah. It's alarming. Yeah. It's very, very alarming. And honestly, it's not shocking. I keep saying that, mm. but it's not shocking. Like it's mm. it's alarming to see how popular and prevalent it is. Mm-hmm. I guess popular is not the word, but prevalent it is in our society. Mm-hmm. But it's it's it doesn't shock me, you know. Okay. Yeah. So what do you think is the leading cause of disability worldwide? Disability. If you had to take a wild guess as to the leading cause of disability. I would say genetic issues, but because we're talking about mental health, a part of me is like, it's a trick question and it's <laughs> mental health. <laughs> so what do you think it is? I think it's mental health issues or just... So yeah, depression. Depression is the leading cause of disabilities worldwide. Oh, really? Depression that is, is blowing me away. Depression. And that's a specific type. Mm-hmm. of mental health like mm-hmm. uh like category so mm-hmm. oh wow and wow. reading that i'm like okay so madness is not a one-day thing oh you know, no that means yeah. it must have been building up subconsciously for a while and maybe when the band finally snaps that's when everybody goes oh he's crazy You're yeah mad, that kind of thing so yeah, that's really interesting to note. Depression is the leading cause of disabilities worldwide. Wow. That's intense. Yeah. That's that one I'm like, I would have never known. Disabilities to oh, okay. Good to know. Okay, and the last one, um, before we get into it is do you mind sharing some common signs? If you were to if I were to tell you, um, you know, let us know some signs of mental health issues that you think you know what do you think they are mm, 
Um, I would say the biggest one is like drastic change mm. in behaviors. Mm. And I'm not saying that's always the situation, but for me, the the primary thing is like drastic change in behaviors that I would use as an indication for mm-hmm. mental health issues. Yeah, you're correct. You're correct. And so some of those, um, you know, signs of mental health issues include extreme mood swings, like you said, mm-hmm. drastic change in behavior, changes yeah. in eating habits, excessive mm-hmm. worrying or fear, yep. problems concentrated, mm-hmm. avoiding friends or social activities. You know, that's also a huge sign of depression as well, where you don't want to be around your people no more. Mm-hmm. You feel like you are, you know, you communicate with your friends regularly, right? But all of a sudden, you don't want to say anything. You don't want to be around them. You don't want to, like, when they call to check in, you're not picking their calls. Yeah. This is a weird thing I used to do. Like, I can look at a friend, call me, and I'll stay at the phone till. The phone rings out. Yeah, I feel like we've all been there. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like there's some times where, like, I don't know, but again, it just shows that this mental health thing is it's a really common problem. You know, because the world is just too complex right now. Yeah. And yeah, so much is going on, and at the end of the day, we're humans, right? You know how mm-hmm. we deal and cope through these things are just different but yeah if you had to like describe what you think mental health is what is it and we've kind of alluded here as to why it's important that we should be paying attention to it so let's actually talk about what we think mental health is and like why it's very important um mental health to me is the state of mind or Mm -hmm. wellness of your state of mind, you know, how we cater to our mind state, what we feed it and how we respond to external stimuli being or external factors being your immediate environment, Mm -hmm. um, your family, friendships, work. So how you feed your mind and how your mind responds to those external factors for me i think is what mental health is yeah Yeah. i 100% agree like a thousand percent everything you said it's our state of mind you know emotionally how we behave psychologically even socially you mentioned how we have um, Mm -hmm. external factors Mm -hmm. um i think mental health like really really is a guide to how our body functions. And I don't think we started Mm. to make that connection until quite recently where we realized that your mental health literally affects the way you think, the way you feel, the way Mm. you go about your life and the way, Mm. and even going to the second question I asked as to like, why is mental health important is the way we take care of our physical health, like eat healthy, work out, sleep. I think taking care of our mental health is should be just as important mm-hmm. because our mind fades very much into the physical stuff. And you just said a fact that literally threw me off, not threw me off like in a bad way, but like it opened my mind to things that I never knew how disabilities cause hmm. like number one causing factor of disabilities. Depression. Depression. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, like your mind can literally 
trick you into certain things and not even just trick you but like your mind can trigger so many different chemical reactions That's biological right. reactions mm-hmm. in your body that affects your physical body and state and yeah no like it's everything you said i agree and i and i think it's like something that we should definitely definitely pay a lot of attention to and just try and you know keep up with it yeah and it's it's so interesting because um at the end of the day mm-hmm. you know in my opinion i even think you know, so statistics say one in four, right? Like you rightly mm-hmm. said, one in four people. But mm-hmm. I think it's everybody. Because oh, yeah. to be honest with you, who is really, really okay in the 21st century? <laughs> Maybe 100 years ago mm-hmm. when pornography did not exist, when pornography. racism did not exist, where... Um, no, I'm trying to be as real as possible. No, I like it. You're Where right. Where religion was it social like social media? A, social media didn't exist. Where um, religion was not a basis of you know like mm-hmm. demarcation or like you know yep. me versus you. Where yep. where party your like your party um, political party your political alliances do not like yeah. make you more superior or less than yeah. the next human being. Even extreme where, social classes. Do you understand like, where students were not shooting their classmates oh, in school? Yeah. Yeah. Where people did not have road rage and could just shoot at someone on the road. Like now where all those things are a factor mm-hmm. in today's world. How can anybody boldly say I am okay? Yeah, or I don't need to take care of my mind. Yeah, yeah. How can everybody boldly say I'm okay? It's impossible. Yeah, no. We all walk and move in the world today Uh with a look over our shoulder. Like, oh my gosh, yeah. That's crazy. That's intense. It's so intense. You're so right. The world, as we continue to like advance and evolve, is becoming more and more of a scarier place to live. And more and more anxiety-inducing, mentally like stimulating, but also has its detriment where we're constantly stimulated, but it's also causing us so much uh, like mental hardship. Right. And yeah, no, you're you're absolutely right. I kind of wanted to like, and this is something that as we're talking, I'm like, okay, I want to break things down a little bit more. Yes, please. So... I had to learn this through like an experience from a family member and not even just family member, but, uh, uh, what is it called from getting exposed to people who have mental illness. Um, and what it is, is basically that there is a distinction between having poor mental health at a state, at a specific state in your life versus having a mental illness mm-hmm. and I think obviously both things they should never be a stigma around any of them whether you have a mental illness or whether you have poor mental health but I really want to distinguish because I feel like what you were saying earlier it, it kind of alludes to the poor mental mental health state that we all 
it's kind of inevitable. Like there are times where we're just going to have poor mental health days. There are times that we're going to struggle with our mind, our thoughts, our emotions, our behaviors. It's just normal. However, it's based on how you handle that and how you navigate through ensuring that your mental state is in check. That is slightly different from when you have like a mental illness. And I kind of want to like give people examples. So for example, a po- I, me having a poor mental health day might be like my anxiety is over the roof, right? Or I'm having like a small depression episode of like, oh, I just feel really down. I feel very sad. Da, 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 da. Versus like if I have a mental illness and let's say I have like schizophrenia or um, like some type of diagnosed bipolar disorder, or even like there's some extreme like eating disorders that it's like, it's literally very, very extreme and it's no more like, oh, I'm thinking of food in certain ways selectively. It's like food controls my mind and my life. And like, Mm -hmm. yeah. So I want to differentiate those two because I think a lot of people, you know, now in the day that we're in, it's it's getting so much better. Maybe we talk about that later on where mental health has evolved so much over the years. But even now I want people to understand and even me, I'm understanding this that like, no, someone saying like my mental health state is not great right now doesn't mean like they are going to be full on diagnosed with some mental illness. No, you're mm. just going through a mental health, like a bad mental health period. And you can get through that. However, there are times where like a uh, just stack up of poor and poor and poor mental health states and poor and poor mental decisions can mm-hmm. lead to an illness. But I do want to differentiate those two because I think with an illness, it's it has way more gravity there because that's where you go into the spectrum of like maybe you might need uh what is it called like more intense type of care mm-hmm. but like i said earlier still no stigmas around any of the two i think you can have mental illness for a short period of time and come out of it mm-hmm. but you can also have poor mental health periods and try to stop yourself from moving into like the illness range so i just wanted to talk about that i actually wanted to ask if you actually knew about this because i recently found this out through like i said like experiencing it with um an extended family member that was just diagnosed with a mental health illness Mm -hmm. um so for me i think you're very very correct that's the first thing i would say two would be I'm not always quick to join people, to label people that are going through shortcomings mm-hmm. in their health as crazy or sick. Yeah. So I think the world we live in today is quick to put a label on people that are not acting the way everybody else is acting. You understand what I'm saying? And I Mm -hmm. think the effects of the realities that we are facing on people is different. So to your point, someone who is mentally ill at a point in time, just for a short period, maybe by virtue of whatever is going on Mm -hmm. around him or her at that point in time, whether erratic, because the degree again will vary between vary. people, yeah, right? 
but their reaction to those particular situations during that period of time, yes, the person is mentally ill at that point in time, does not mean the person is mentally like deranged or the person is different from you and I, or the person is like, you know, crazy, like the world would say, or the person is, you know, I just think this thing is an action and reaction kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And someone who is now maybe diagnosed as okay, you know, after checking, running tests and stuff like that, there's some, you know, uh, what's the right word to use now? There's some maybe genetic mutations or whatever, Mm -hmm. or, you know, there's some chemicals in your brain that are giving you, like, making you act different than normal. Mm -hmm. You know, that person has been properly diagnosed and that person needs, you know, whatever form of therapy or, you know, whether it's operation or medication Mm -hmm. to, like, you know, calm or eliminate those irregularities within Mm -hmm. you. You understand? So that's different than we just, like, being quick to label people that are reacting to, like, to be honest, I think the level of hypocrisy in today's world is just through the roof. You what I mean? Because <laughs> the way we would react to situations in our homes, you know, is all different. Even something as little as breakups or not getting a job, you know, people are different, you know. Some, some people react in, like, really, really erratic ways and some people are just calm about it you know and sometimes even being too calm can be mentally um (laughs) depressing right Mm -hmm. so if someone has gone through a big life change let's say lady was to get god forbid but let's say lady was to get married this weekend and all of a sudden I'm glad you say God forbid. God forbid. I'm very Nigerian when it comes to that. I reject it in the name of Jesus. But if Ladi were to get married, let me not even use Ladi's name. I'm now to Yeah. If Lakisha was to get Lakisha, I apologize. But if Lakisha were to get married this weekend, uh-huh. you know, and her boyfriend Tom doesn't show up or our fiance Tom doesn't show up to the wedding and all of a sudden he sends her an email or text or whatever saying oh he's not in love with her no more and everything you know the regular uh-huh. football shit and all of a sudden Lakisha isn't angry she's acting all normal she's like everybody should still stay and enjoy drinks that they're going to party you know what i'm saying they're going to have a good time she still shares like the souvenirs she's partying all night the next day people are expecting like the breakdown she doesn't break down mm-hmm. she still ends up going for a honeymoon she treats herself to like send bars or something <laughs> And is taking selfies and nice pictures. She's smiling. She's on the surface. She's good. She mm-hmm. reports back to work. And she's like, she's having a poor, you know, mm-hmm. her reaction is not yeah. normal. It's not you know, normal. There's, it's yeah. not normal. Yeah. You say what I'm saying? So like, she is either she's masking, you know, her true, whatever it is. But like, 
yeah, the thing is not balancing out the way it should. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you can't now say she's crazy because of that. No, My point, yeah. That's or why, she's that's mentally why, ill. Because, or she's mentally ill. So, yeah. Exactly. So yeah. things like this, I think we need to educate ourselves more. Yep. And... And nowadays, people even search, with social media is even worse now because oh, they make gosh. fun of you in public and, you know, literally. Break and I down think social the... media is mm-hmm. a cause. Like, it's a huge cause of oh my God. some of the heightened anxiety, depression rates that we're seeing nowadays. Even I, I'm not going to lie to you. Like, because mm-hmm. so, at some point, and this was like before COVID happened, that I used to tell my friends, like, oh, you know, social media is really not that serious. Like, you could just drop the phone when you want to. Mm. When COVID hit, mm-hmm. I found myself just every time I would open the app, mm-hmm. there are just like emotions that just overflow me that mm. I didn't even know where they came from. Mm. And it's like I didn't have control over like the them coming up. And I had to learn like, okay, there's something about the stories you're seeing whatever it is that's being told on social media. And sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad, whether it's like on the bad side, you know, seeing all the COVID rates go up and just getting like super anxious or on the good side, it's like um, you're seeing people still having a good time, but you feel like anxiety, like you feel so much pressure that you're not having a good time. But if you don't have a good time, are you still going to live that long? Because it's COVID going to be the end of the world. Like just, Irrational thoughts like that. It's crazy. I'm added to your point. Isn't it super crazy that information that is unverified, Mm -hmm. that is not tested at all, has total control about how you react in forms of comments, likes, or even your personal feelings about people you do not know really know like it's it mesmerizes me how the the kind of control it has over us and you say we are not all mentally (laughs) we're not all going through like like a poor state poor mental state like Mm -hmm. it's ridiculous why am i angry about a story that i don't even know the origin i don't know the real the real situation of things i don't but because a blog said or because someone said or because i'm already developing emotions like yep. hardcore emotions about no it's, literally it's, it's ridiculous it's, it's really ridiculous. Let, let's 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 just talk about stigmas and how we can help debunk some of these wild theories or stories that we hear let me know some stigmas or scenarios yeah. or stories that you've heard that are just totally, totally insane. Yeah, wow, that's. I think the first one, and this was one that I had to debunk myself, just going through like learning and stuff, was how poor mental health states does not equate to mental illness, mm. and you know, poor mental health state is very, very, very normal. And I'm not saying having a mental illness is not normal. It, it is very normal, just how, you know, people get sick all the time, all of that. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. the same way, like, you can have a random stomach ache, you know, you can have a bad poor, you have, have a bad mental health day, and that's mm-hmm. that's very normal. And I think 
that's one of the myths that we need to start debunking where it's like, it's okay for you to have negative thoughts. It's okay mm-hmm. for you to just not feel okay. It's how you get out of that, that, you know, would help you out. Um, the other thing is that people, so now moving to the mental illness side, people with mental illness are always like violent or dangerous. Mm-hmm. And I think you had like alluded to this earlier where in Africa, especially Nigeria, like growing up, we kind of saw people with mental health illnesses as like mad. And when I say mad, I mean like crazy, like people that lose their shit. They have no control over like their body, their emotions, the things they say. And Mm -hmm. we kind of like looked as like very dangerous, very violent. But I don't think that's always the case. I think, yes, some people, especially if you're bipolar and you're having a a manic high, Mm -hmm. you can be violent and you might be dangerous but that's not the norm like that's not everyone and i think mm-hmm. you can have mm-hmm. a poor mental also another thing is like mental illnesses span out there's bipolar there's schizophrenia there's ptsd there's extreme eating disorders like somebody with an anorexic disorder is calm as hell they ain't hmm. eating shit they're just calm but like hmm. you know it is a disorder because there's a way they think about food that's a vote that's preventing them from having a certain type of relationship mm-hmm. with food and mm-hmm. eating and all of that. Yeah. Um, the other one that I think is big, and this also stems back to like African culture, is how having a bad mental health state or date is just a day. So bad mental health state or day is just an illusion. It's like, oh, it's all in your head. Uh, you're just being lazy. You just don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but now, nah, like your mental health can really go through a funk. Like the way your body has cramps, the way you can have body aches, chills, fall sick for a few days, your Mm -hmm. mental health can fall sick for a few days too. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And um, it's not an illusion. Um, Yes, there are ways to get yourself out of it. And yes, there are ways to prevent it to the best of your abilities. But to some extent, it's kind of inevitable depending on what your society is like, like, your environments, you know, other factors, all of that, all of that. And then the last one, which I think is very, very big, and it kind of feeds into what I said earlier about the illusion, mm-hmm. is that there's some type of weakness sometimes that's that's a myth that's associated mm-hmm. with people that have or people that have openly acknowledged like their mental health uh, mm-hmm. weakness or instability so it's like oh if you say you have like poor mental health or poor mental state it just means you're weak it just means you can't take tough things or and no like i do think sometimes um your mind just goes through it and you just can't handle anymore for a certain period of time and you need to give yourself like the time to breathe think about it as working out right the way you go to the gym and you get stronger and stronger and stronger, you started from 10 pounds and now you go to 15 and then you go to 25 and then you go to 35. You can't just go to the gym and expect to lift 300 pounds. Like it's not going to work. And same with your mental health. From like, where to where. Exactly. So there's some times where you, you, you can just have very like your mind and your body, your mental state can just take a lot. And that doesn't mean you're weak. It just means you need more time. You need things to be like readjusted and you need to listen to your mind and your body and all of that. So those are the things, those are the myths. And I think 
the things I said or the ways that I've now realized to help debunk the myths. Because even some of the myths I had with myself, and I think we spoke about this on an episode last season, where there were times that I would be my own biggest critic, where it's like, I'm going through a tough time, but my mm-hmm. mind is like forcing me to dismiss it. It's like, oh, there are people suffering, like people have real problems. But no, like it's okay for me to feel weak. It's okay for me to feel um, like I can't take it anymore and I just need the breather. Like, I, you know, those type of things are okay. So yeah, those are some of the myths from my perspectives. And one of my friends, um, she actually always says this, that like she preaches on like everyone needs to have a mental health, like deep check-in day mm-hmm. you know how you go to your hospital to check in on your physical health right we as people we need to start having like mental health check-in days and obviously more often than just once a year going for a physical right like checking in on like how am i feeling what are my stressors how can i eliminate them what are the things that make me happy what are the things that have been making me sad like triggers just things like that and i think over time, if we continue to have those check-ins and try to remove those stigmas from our society, our institutions, our conversations, it would help. Like, we need to open the conversations. Even when, like, if your friend comes to you, like, yo, I can't do this. I'm having a bad mental day, health day. Like, knowing the right way to respond. Like, are you responding from a practical sense of, like, that doesn't make sense. Do this and this and this and this. Or are you responding from a sense of, like, empathy and, like, okay, let's take a step back. Your mental state is not great right now. So, obviously, your body cannot execute the way you would want it to execute. You need to take care of your mind first. So, those type of conversations, um, like, would help with debunking the stigmas. You said it all. And even things like, you know, autism mm-hmm. and you know all these other illnesses it's the truth of the matter is sometimes those people are even like the smartest in the yep. room imagine if exactly for that. example let's say the average human mind works at 40 50 percent imagine someone born with the ability to activate 90% of his brain capacity. Lola D, that person won't be operating on our level. Level, we'll call I'm the not different. We'll call the person mad or different. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They can't communicate. I saw a movie one time where I think the person was autistic, but he was highly intelligent. Like he could solve, you know, all, all those tiny puzzle pieces. If you put four thousand in front, four thousand piece puzzle in front of this dude, he will piece it together. How? How will you tell me that that person's mind is operating on our level, or like you would be able to communicate with that kind of person? I mean, the difference is clear. Sometimes I even think that some of the people that we are calling mad or mentally ill, they are way above our level. So who really gone is mentally who really is mentally sick? They'll be looking yeah. at us like, oh, you're dumb, that kind of thing. Yeah. And the truth of the matter is we just need to learn and like you said, open up the conversation. The conversation around someone that does not operate the way we do needs to change. We should not be looking at them with disgust. We should not be looking at them as any yes, they are different, but we shouldn't 
react to them any differently than we would love our neighbor who who is the same as us. So these are conscious changes that we have to make within ourselves, you know. Yeah. And yeah, no, I'm I, so happy we're talking about this. I'm super happy. Even something I, as little as crying. Look yo, at the stigma associated I'm with the crying. I'm the biggest believer in crying. I always tell my friends, I have. When last did you cry? When last did you cry? Let me day I cried. Okay, so if I haven't cried a lot this year, I think I cried. Um, like the day before New Year's. That's the 20th, good. The thirty or third, but I I'm very big on like crying, not just because I want to cry just to cry. No, like if I'm feeling very sad and very emotional and mm-hmm. I'm tearing up, like I let myself cry. Like I let myself because it actually makes me feel better, and that's why I always tell people like I feel like there's some type of scientific connection to how crying helps release. It definitely bad emotions. Yeah, it definitely <laughs> is. Yeah, I think there's something going on there. There's something and for me. I don't even understand with the idea of men are not supposed to cry. I don't. Oh my gosh! It. Can we actually talk about that? Because I feel Let's like do. mental health stigmas are out there, right? And they mm-hmm. vary in so many different ways. But mm-hmm. I think toxic masculinity is okay. one of the biggest detriment to our especially within the black men community to black men's mental health and i'm gonna state it from what i think and you please jump in but what i'm saying specifically is that perception and that idea that black men are supposed to be strong 24 7 they're supposed Mm. to always know how to deal with every single type of challenge without breaking a bone or without like feeling any type of discomfort they're always supposed to be like constantly um absorbing trials and tribulations without any type of pushbacks like there there's just that uh stigma and I specifically see this a lot in the African culture where it's like, you're a man, deal with this. You're a man. And it's like, okay, he has a dick. And so what? It's like, he can't have, you know, it's just, it's, it's, a, it's a ridiculous, I mean, mentality to have. And I don't even get it. Right. Just because you're a man, mm-hmm. you're supposed, you're not supposed to cry. Like who said, you understand what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't get it. You're supposed to hoard all your problems inside. Right. It makes you less lesser than less of a man or lesser than because you shed a tear or because you cried. That's crap, complete crap to me. I like crying. I don't cry as often because again, maybe that's a testament to the kind of situations Mm -hmm. or the kind of people around me that don't give me a cause to cry. But if there's a situation where I have to cry, 10 out of 10, I will cry without any form of guilt because I feel, I don't feel it's a good way of expressing or releasing toxic, (laughs) toxic thoughts or emotions away from you. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like you're letting yourself feel like you're accepting what your mental state is at, where your mental state is at and you're feeling those emotions before you proceed with like, you know, dealing with it. Let me know? be honest with you. Top human emotions and feelings, you know, crying is up there. 
Mm-hmm. Crying is up there. It you is. don't have to say it sex is. is up there, up there. Crying definitely is in that okay. operation. I agree. This is a this is an adult puzzle on popular opinion. Say it again. I'm please. telling you. <laughs> crying is up there with sex among human feeling and um emotions. I'm telling you, that feeling when you're done crying and you're just light. Light. Like, light. Eh. There's, there's eh. no air. <laughs> there's no that, you know, you've given yourself a good cry, like a yep. good 15, 20 minutes cry. I agree. And that whole light nature that envelops your body and you're mm-hmm. just like, you can eat a whole plate of rice and chicken <laughs> afterwards. You the calories. You, you, <laughs> yeah, you that burst. calorie butter. That, you will start crying. You'll be oh the calories. No, I absolutely agree. And I think for different types of people, because I know not everyone is a crier. I'm I'm a crier, so it comes easy to me. But basically what Lamide are saying is that any way that's going to help you come to terms with how you're feeling emotionally if it's mm. crying if it's journaling if it's ranting if it's literally just like please indulge screaming exactly. at yourself like do it like come to terms with your poor mental state at the moment accept it feel the feelings i always tell my friends this feel your feelings that's why they are feelings to be felt Scream for the people <laughs> at the back please <laughs> And then you know how to proceed. But no, I absolutely agree. And I kind of want to ask you, like, what are some ways to get help? And what are the ways to get support? And I want you to, like, across the, the spectrum, right? Across, like, just a mini bad mental state date to, like, if you full-on have a diagnosed mental illness. So I think the first thing I would say is effective communication. Like yeah. communicate how you're feeling. Yeah. Communicate how you are feeling. I'll say it again. Communicate yes. how you are feeling. Whether yes. that's with a friend, whether that's with yeah, more I will lean towards doing that with a friend. Because mm-hmm. again, like we've shared earlier, and I like how the conversation is progressing, like we've shared earlier majority of the people out there in the world judge unnecessarily and attach, you know, mm-hmm. stigma to how people are feeling that is not mm-hmm. popular. So try and communicate that to a trusted friend who you know will not judge you, who you know does not have, you know, those mm-hmm. kind of um, emotions, that negative emotions attached to a difference in opinion or a difference in feeling. So please learn to effectively communicate with a trusted friend or therapist. Like therapy is not Uh, a bad thing. The truth of the matter is I do not, or you can't completely, I I do not agree. Sorry. I do not disagree with people who say sharing your thoughts with a random person. Yes, they are random, right? Right. But understand the fact that they are professionally trained mm-hmm. to absorb. So to be honest, I don't even think a therapist is really joyed with the fact that you're sharing your life problems with him. No. But he has he or she has been equipped with skills that can help you manage yeah. how you're feeling. 
plus plus sharing your feelings or you know situation with a random person who would not reciprocate those feelings with judgment is mm-hmm. way better than sharing with someone close who you know you would interact with on a daily and mm-hmm. whose opinions of you or of your situation can or will be diluted with extra feelings yep or, or personal feelings Bias, yes, i'm using yeah. a lot of i'm using a lot of words but if you listen carefully you understand what i'm saying no, i get what you mean <laughs> so like it's just the truth so effectively communicating is the first thing i would say i think the next thing i would say to manage would be being honest so like mm, be honest with yourself yeah if you cannot be honest with yourself which is why a lot of people are in self-denial oh there's my not, there's, there's nothing wrong <laughs> self-denial there's nothing wrong with me there's not i'm okay mm, i'm okay I'm fine. I'm fine i'm fine is the most popular uh, phrase it How are you? I'm, fine. To do it. I'm fine i'm okay ah. i'm okay i'm fine mama torai that's the remark for you're deceiving yourself you won't deceive yourself you won't deceive yourself I'm fine and I used to do this thing a lot with my mom mm-hmm. <laughs> when they asked, or even when I was in a relationship uh, yes. to, it's my first initial phase of fronting I used to front though. I don't know about guys that say sometimes I front in a relationship. I do. I do Men do say front whether it's my girlfriend whether it's my girlfriend or my mom like I, they know I'm angry, but when whenever she asks whether my mom or my girlfriend, whatever whoever it is, what's wrong with you? I'm fine. I'm okay. Are you sure? I'm fine. I said I'm fine. <laughs> Deep down, the thing is eating me like you know. Uh, so. Do you know the thing with me? Eh? Sorry, what? <laughs> me, I I would say I'm fine. Yeah, but I want uh-huh. you to have some type of mind reader <laughs> in your brain. <laughs> Oh you're supposed to be God. figuring out translating what's really going on but yeah no, just, don't I, don't I, do that guys i just do i'm fine for like two rounds and i and i end up divulging the information <laughs> but my point is or our point is please be honest with yourself yeah. it's it's important like yeah once you're honest with yourself then people can help you or you can even help yourself and that's just yeah. the truth of the matter yeah music also i think oh my jesus music good, there's some songs like that's why i think music is spiritual too to be honest with you what yes music <laughs> any type of outlet i know some people it's like arts like just pen mm-hmm. and drawing mm-hmm. some mm-hmm. people it's like writing things any way of expression mm-hmm. that you're able to connect your feelings with mm-hmm. do it like yeah. do it <laughs> yeah so that's it for me that's it for me the same way currency right typically mm-hmm. it has an appreciation effect or a depreciation mm-hmm. effect. i think, think i know about where you're going yep, so go ahead. think about this with like your stressors right if you're stressing on something and you're spending 10 hours stressing on something those 10 hours are not appreciating 
in like the ways you can advance yourself. However, if you give yourself, I don't know, four hours to go to therapy or um, do something that distresses you, go to the beach, you're having a tough day with like, you, you applied for a job, you didn't get the job, you're like, fuck this shit, I hate life. And instead of you to just like continue trying to apply for jobs where you're freaking stressed out, take the day off, go to the beach, go get dinner, affordable dinner that you can afford. Like do something that's going to distress you because it's going to clear your mind, restore that like drive, and then you can go back to it at a different time and perform better. So it's like, yes, that thing that you could have been easily doing for those 10 hours, those 10 hours is not going to appreciate because your mind is just going to continue to depreciate. So kind of think about it in, in a currency where it's like, what is my mind what do i need to give my mind now that is going to help me in the long run and yes i do know that focusing on those stressors is like what comes to us naturally but sometimes being able to detach walk away give your mind clarity is going to appreciate further and longer term than like just focusing all in on whatever the stressors is again i'm going to preface this i know it's easier said than done but a lot of times like taking one step slowly helps you over time it's like you do a mini thing and then you do another slightly bigger thing and then you do another side and before you know it you have a good balance of how you can manage like stressful situations how you can manage your mental health and how you're constantly like having that release right instead mm-hmm. of just being mm-hmm. in that cycle of just like negative mental fog Mm-hmm. so that's that's one I would tell myself because I, I definitely didn't know how to do that it was always like oh shoot and I'm a very like when it comes to time I'm trying to like figure out the best way for my efficiency how am I going to do this and just like do it do it do it and just be done but it's like sometimes you your mind cannot do it like you cannot physically do it because your mind is not there so step away okay give yourself some time and then you can come back and do it within a shorter period of time you know um I have two more and I'll be quick. The other one is like understanding my feelings. And I think this is something that you said earlier. It's like when I said self-denial is an epidemic or a pandemic, you guys thought I was joking. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> and I can speak from myself. And I also know friends I talk to where it's like, there's so many times when you're in it. And the reason why I was even joking like that is because sometimes you don't recognize how it's stunting you. It's like, you're not accepting how you're feeling and that is keeping you in such a standstill for a long period of time Hmm. like if you break it down like the philosophy of it is actually wild so sometimes all you well not all but like the biggest thing that you can do for yourself is really to come to terms with your emotions like how am I feeling what are these feelings that I'm feeling and then from there you can start to identify like okay what are my triggers what led me here where do I want to be outside of Mm. this like what are the steps I want to make you know all of that all of that but understanding my feelings was so important and what was making me feel those feelings in order to like get out of that funk longer yeah. yeah yeah and then the last thing which is so big but again this is another one that is like if it doesn't come naturally to you it just doesn't it's asking for help and this help may be going to therapy it may be talking to a friend it may be reaching out to a helpline it may be just asking a friend for like food or extra change like whatever the situation may be it seems so minor but sometimes it can stunt you so much and like Mm. you can be suffering your mental state is depreciating suffering in silence oh like (laughs) just in quiet 
And all you literally had to do was just ask a friend who loves you or like a cared person. And sometimes it doesn't even have to be a friend. Sometimes it could be a stranger, but you just Mm -hmm. like put yourself out there and ask for help. Like, yeah, (laughs) those are, I'm so passionate about it. Not everybody. I mean, it's, it's, it's really important and I'm happy Mm -hmm. you've been honest and, you know, being really informative with your points because it's not everybody that has the type of friends that are super inquisitive and take notes. So if Mm -hmm. they see those shifts or signs in you, they won't give up with asking or trying to get you back to your normal self. So if if you're not blessed with friends like that, but they are still genuine friends, but they don't have that kind of extra that extra girl that they just know girl, yeah yeah that extra that they just know <laughs> yeah and they want to be like unlock all those feelings mm-hmm. for you they know you can't communicate well, what do you then do you have to just take the first step maybe all they need you to do is take the first step and they will do the remaining 99 mm-hmm. but that first step might be difficult because they mm-hmm. can't just know yeah so just say something and I think the only two things mm-hmm. I would add, what would I tell myself, my young self? I think it's not to shy away from being, again, it ties to my earlier points and to what Lade has said, mm-hmm. not shy away from being honest about my true feelings. Yeah, true. So there are just some things that, again, maybe it's the man thing mm. or societal thing, but... You've just been trained. Again, I don't know who trains us, uh, but society just naturally... Years of just, like, toxic masculinity. Yes. I guess so. Ingrained to suck it up. Exactly. Yeah. So just being... Again, I also think this thing is the root of a lot of evils, and you would understand where, like, where I'm going to. So just be honest with how you truly feel it. Mm-hmm. I don't want to go to school today. Why don't you want to go to school today? Because I don't feel like being in school today. The response should not be, oh my God, will you go to school, my friend? Blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. I'm paying a lot of... I genuinely try and understand where right. is this coming from? Were you bullied? Is, were you Are bullied? you not is doing so, well in school? Do you feel over... You like, already, yo, those questions, hmm. Lamade, they could... Uh, I hate to become dark, but like, do you know how many people... You already know where I'm going. Conversation with their parents and it was swept under the rug. And now they're dealing with years of just trauma. You already know where I'm going. Or even extreme. They lose their child. God. That's (laughs) where I'm taking the conversation to. Yeah. And I do want to shy away from it because (laughs) those questions Mm -hmm. are so pivotal to Mm -hmm. have a lot of people ended up today. Yeah. I mean, if a girl is telling you, you're saying, let's go to Uncle so so and so's house. Yep. And she says, I don't want to go. Your response should not be, go and wear your shoes, blah, 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 we are going. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. should be like, okay, we are not going. It's as simple as that. Like, or why do you feel that way? Be sensitive mm-hmm. and be smart. I think a lot of parents need, before they become parents or immediately they become parents, go for classes i don't think a lot of parents do classes emotional intelligence is so important Uh, and like 90 percent of the world does not have it to be honest with you Uh, that's when you see a woman who is fat and you'd be like ah 
or a Nigerian auntie will see a woman that a her niece that is not yet married unless she's she's at late twenties, and you'll be like in public, <laughs> be like ah ah, maybe it's a family gathering or something. Be like ah ah, Lola Ade. Where's your husband? Where's your you husband? Marry. I think, or, or, or let's say you, I've put on weight. You'll be like, ah, well, like, with this weight you've put on, are you sure somebody will, will marry you? What's up? You understand? <laughs> Nigerian artists are just the shittiest. Like, do you say, ah, ah, now, wow, why are no. you adding all this weight? Adding to all this weight too. <laughs> Who do you think is going to handle you? Do you understand God. what I'm saying? Uh, and it messes with you emotionally and mentally oh like, my god bruh. oh my god <laughs> so i mean just yeah that's what i'll tell myself just be more honest mm-hmm. with how you're I feeling like and don't be scared to speak up you know yeah i think that and if i guess my only thing that's the only thing because no, that's I feel such a like, big thing yeah yeah because at the root of everything a lot of conversations i probably didn't want to have because the fear you know mm. and mm-hmm. yeah just looking back now Shad, yeah that's what i can tell myself that's yeah. it that's it no, that, that's... that fear was instilled in us and it's all part of the things that we need to start debunking it's like let's talk about how we're feeling let's talk about our mental health states and that's going mm-hmm. to help guide like our relationship dynamics and even our wellness, like over, because I'm not sick, doesn't mm-hmm. mean my mind might not be sick. Hey, tell them <laughs> physically, more. yeah, like tell physical health more. doesn't equate to mental health, but mental health can very much feed into your physical health. And I, I think the last thing I want to say is this: I said it at the beginning of the podcast, and I want to say it again. Mm-hmm. Someone that does not agree with you on societal issues is not mentally sick like let's stop being quick to attach mental illness Mm -hmm. or mental uh, anything mentally related Mm -hmm. to people who disagree with us i think that in itself is really toxic and judgmental and everything is is rooted and champion with social media. Mm. So again, if you want to call another person sick for their thoughts, be also ready to admit that we are all sick and conditioned <laughs> in a certain way. It's the truth. No, for real. Nobody, nobody holy pass means uh. nobody is holier than another. Like everybody likes the whole feeling of those things, my whites. My white is too clean. My white is cleaner than your own white. Mm. You are the I'm, one I'm that is than, You are the one that stable. is dirty. You are the mm-hmm. one that is mentally in, in, uh, unstable. Mm-hmm. You know all that. Yeah. Uh, Guys, don't me. be part of the problem. Do better. And I hope not we've me. inspired you to yep. start thinking about things differently and to start having productive conversations with your friends, with your family. And if there's somebody that is still in the century of the 60s and the 50s. Educate them in the best possible respectful way that you can. Hmm. Okay? okay? That That's it. That's it for me. <laughs> that's it. And with that, we've come to the end of another episode. We hope you guys enjoyed listening to us. This was a really, 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 really fantastic episode in I my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, um, thank you guys so much for listening. 
um, please subscribe to our to our um, podcast, the Adult Puzzle Podcast on all streaming platforms. Mm-hmm. Um, subscribe, like, share, rate us, please. Rating us Five is important. Stars, okay, nothing Five less. Stars. <laughs> we put so rate much work into this shit on all platforms. <laughs> That's a way of you telling us that you're proud of us. Thank you. you. Like Don't just listen and go. Mm-mm. Just take two seconds. Give us those five stars. And yeah, we'll be praying for you. And yeah, thank you guys so much again. You said I said thank you like five times because we cannot thank you enough. Literally. We're thankful people. We're grateful so people. We're grateful and thankful people. Mm-hmm. Um, it's bye bye from me. Bye guys. Bye Lamy Day. Bye Lamy Day. <laughs>